Glory to God forever. Jesus Christ is alive. Amen. The Lord God Almighty is one, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Humans were born to fellowship with Him, and He's the most wonderful, beautiful person in the universe. Lord, thank You for giving us eternal life. We give You this time, and I bless those listening, and I believe with them You'll reveal Yourself to them, Your glory to them. In Jesus' wonderful name, send out laborers, Lord, to the harvest fields, to um, Eastern Europe, and the countries there and surrounding there. In the wonderful name of Jesus. This is Wonder in Reality. My name's Jim. Thank you to our partners. Great things are happening with this podcast. In the last two days, people from at least 25 countries have listened to this podcast. And at the end of this message, I want to try to pray for them by location. This is an evangelistic series with an emphasis on heaven, hell, and angels. Before getting into that, if, if someone only listens to this one message and only listens to one thing, one minute, in the next minute, I want to summarize something that's the answer. The answer is Jesus Christ and His presence and glory. The presence of Jesus. The Holy Spirit. Of course, the answer is God. That's how simple it is. Any person in the world can go directly to Him every day and have a relationship with Him. And if someone seeks Him with their whole heart, they will find Him and they'll find His the wonderful, glorious presence of Jesus which is literally um, beyond human words. And it's interesting to look at Jesus' words and notice that He, His main subject was the Kingdom of Heaven, the Kingdom of God. And He said many, many times, He said the Kingdom of God is like this. It's like, then He would give parables, right? He spoke in parables. He never said actually what it is. And there's, that's an eternal revelation in and of itself. He's God Almighty. Everything that He did and said is perfect and eternal. His words are eternal. Literally, He said, heaven and earth will pass away, but My words will not pass away. And, but He never said what the kingdom is. And I think part of that is because it's beyond, it is beyond human words, even for all eternity. Isn't that incredible? Like, and so that's the answer. It's not the Bible. It's not anything else. It's not prayer. It's, it's going directly to God, finding Him and His presence and glory. That's the most wonderful thing. And... Glory to God. Heaven is filled with the presence of Jesus, the Holy Spirit, all of heaven. 
Those who make it to heaven will fellowship with God forever. They'll be doing what humans were born to do. Every human being was born to do that. Every child under the age of five who dies, and it's about 30,000 a day, tragically, they go directly to heaven. Angels come and get them and take them to heaven. Heaven is glorious beyond description. And, and sadly, and it's actually a tragic thing, that most people on the earth don't know this. They don't know that God, Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, is this so wonderful and beautiful and that when someone meets Him, tears will become their language and they will just naturally want to do, walk with Him and, and live in Him and Him in them and, and serve Him and worship Him. It's just, that's what humans were, were born to do. And it, the presence of God stills the soul. That's what a great man of God says. You know, as hard, we might be facing challenges and difficulty, and, but, but when we, God can give us His peace and joy in the midst of those things, and actually those trials bring us, likely are one of the things that bring us to, to Him, you know, that, that, and so forth, <clears throat> that cause us to go to God, right? When we have, someone is facing a challenge, you know, often that's when they, they turn to God, okay? And there's so much resistance against the Gospel, you know, Jesus spoke about the few three times. He said, Enter by the narrow gate, for wide is the gate, broad is the road that leads to destruction. Many go in by it, but there are few. Uh, but, but narrow is the gate, and constricted is the way that leads to life, and there are few who find it. The second time, he, uh, uh, number two, He said, um, The harvest is plentiful, the laborers are few. And then the third one is, he said, many are called, few are chosen. So that's just one example of, the, of what I mean by the resistance against the gospel. Some other examples of that. It's not cool to be a Christian, right? And, and to be, it's not macho and cool, especially for men, <clears throat> to be a Christian and especially to go into ministry. Also, there's great persecution against people who are in ministry. You know, people make fun of them and mock them. And even if they don't do that, they look down upon people who are in ministry. They say it's for weak people and that it's a cop-out and so forth. <coughs> even in the book, uh, Jesus spoke about that. You know, He said when rejoice when people do... Um, they say all kinds of evil against you falsely for my sake and so forth. I mean, so Jesus spoke about that. In the book of Revelation, it says uh, when John, it said he ate something and it, it was sweet to his taste, but then it was bitter in his stomach, which means that bitterness refers to the persecution that people get when they're in, uh, you know, in ministry and so forth. And we see that in very, very clearly in history. It's not just persecution. There's also the great misconceptions about the Gospel. So many misconceptions. Our ministry put together a list of like almost 
more than 60 or 70 or, or more um, misconceptions. You know, for example, people think it's religious, and it's not. It's a relationship. People think that it's difficult, and it's and it takes great um, years of studying to find God, which is totally wrong because it's simple. Jesus said, "You must become become like a child." It's simple. Today, someone, anyone in the world can can literally, if they repent and humble themselves before God. They instantly have a relationship with him, and it's just up to them what they do with that. In case someone only listens to this one message, we've had a lot of new, um, we, we can tell from the statistics and the locations of listeners that a lot of new people are listening to this podcast who may have never heard previous messages. So I want to repeat something, and, and it's about hell. <coughs> Hell is a very difficult subject for people to accept the reality of hell. And this is another example of the few, really, because there's few, uh, even few preachers and ministers are speaking about hell and, um, and, and the way that Jesus described it. Very, very few. Very few speaking about heaven. Even though these are so important, these topics are so important. Um, Jesus spoke about hell numerous times. Also, in modern times, He has revealed hell to numerous, several people um, and has expanded upon the truths that are in the Bible. If you want to read about heaven and hell on wonderreality.org, there's a book about both subjects, heaven and hell. It's for free. You can read it right on the homepage. And the book about hell has a full summary of the most detailed book about hell. It's called The Divine Revelation of Hell by Mary Baxter. It's available online. She's, a, she's still alive. She's published many books. Um, one about heaven, about angels, about... Sp- okay. So what I'm about to say comes from Jesus' words in the Gospel and also what Jesus revealed to her and to some other people. Hell is the eternal fire prepared for the devil and his angels. Jesus called it the furnace of fire, hell fire. He said it, um, the worm doesn't die and the fire is not quenched. Lost, uh, hell is in the center of the earth. It's shaped like a body lying on its back, lying on her back with legs and arms stretched out. And so there's, um, right now there's billions of lost souls, billions upon billions of lost souls in hell. They are in cells like prison cells or pits. All are burned with fire. Jesus specifically told Mary Baxter that. They have all their senses in hell and the senses, their senses are much stronger there. They, they have a soul and a body. Okay, so their body, Mary Baxter saw numerous times 
lost soul, she saw their skeletal form with a misty gray soul inside the skeleton. And she describes that their skeleton was, you know, burned and, and they, one, well, and their flesh falls off of their skeletal form as they are burned. They're in eternal death because every person has the choice between God and self. Those who choose self and say no to God, to Jesus Christ, will end up in hell for eternity, actually in the lake of fire and brimstone for eternity. They have worms and maggots crawling inside their body which are not affected by the fire. It's excruciatingly hot. They, ha they can hear and speak and they have their memory. They have all their senses, okay? So they can smell. The smells are awful. The smell of garbage and stale, uh, you know, and, and burning flesh and just awful smells. They, they hear the loud wailing of people and crying. They, hear, they can hear if other people speak. They themselves can speak. They remember their life on the earth. There's no love or hope or faith or joy or happiness. None of those good things. There's no water, no food, no beverages, nothing like that. It's dark. It's, there's no sunlight, there's no, that, I mean, you just, it's just so inc awful, you just, it's just be, you know, it hit me yesterday that hell and heaven, it's for eternity. Let's think about in heaven. I mean, think of how wonderful to be in heaven when saints get to heaven. I mean, they are, first and foremost, they are, in the presence of Jesus Christ. Fellowshipping with God. The great God Jehovah and His Son Jesus Christ and the Holy Spirit whose glory fills heaven and the earth. His glory is on the earth too. And they will be there forever. Not just 10,000 years or 100,000 years or 10 million years. Forever. I mean, this reveals God's love. Also, how powerful He is that when He creates someone and when they say yes to Him, their spirit person's alive forever. I mean, Jesus five or six times spoke about that. He said, He who eats of I'm the, He said, I'm the living bread which came down from heaven. He who eats of this bread will live forever. Amen. But it hit me yesterday. That in, in reading, I've been reading some in this uh, Mary Baxter's book about hell, and that Jesus spoke to 19 specific people. He, he, I believe He spoke to all of them. I know He spoke to most of them. Men and women, people from all many, many different ages on the earth. And their suffering is just beyond comprehension. And they're there for eternity. Like they're just, I mean, you just can't imagine. I mean, it's just like, and the, 
And I want to emphasize, one of the patterns in the book is that with these people, Jesus said, I gave you many times to repent. I sent my people to you. I sent, you know, I myself visited you. He said that at least once. You know, I, I, I called and called and called. I mean, that's another pattern. He called people from a young age or he called them to be in ministry. He, he drew them. He, you know, he wooed them. He, you know, he did. And, and um, one person in particular said, I just, I said, oh, tomorrow I'll serve you. Tomorrow I'll serve you. I've got my life of fun. And tomorrow didn't come, never came because they, you know, it's appointed unto man once to die and after that, the judgment. So if there's one thing that anyone listens to, I know I said that earlier, but just come to Jesus. No matter who you are or no matter what you've, your past is, you know, God is merciful. Jesus is the merciful Savior. What a wonderful gospel for those who do hear the gospel. You know, to, to realize that Jesus Christ is the Son of God and God. And so, if anyone wants to know what God is like, just look right at Jesus Christ. And how wonderful. I mean, He's He's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He's the Son of God, the Son of Man. He's the King of Glory. He's the, the bread of life, the light of the world, the good shepherd. That's one of my favorites. He's the, you know, he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. He gives them eternal life. I mean, it's just glorious. And, and to think that the Holy Spirit is Jesus Christ unlimited. He is God. Amen. Lord, bless those li listeners. Um, this is from the last three days approximately in the UK several cities in the UK Australia, Canada Singapore Ireland, Ukraine Korea, Ghana in Africa a, a country with a, a really cr a large number of percentage of Christians in Ghana um, I've been to Ghana Indonesia, which is one of the biggest countries in the world by population. Greece, Italy, Japan, India, Russia, Germany, Colombia and South America, Algeria, Belgium, Denmark, Cayman Islands, Benin and Africa, Finland, the Netherlands, Brazil, South Africa, Iran, Chile, Vietnam, New Zealand, Saudi Arabia. And, and in specific cities, Lord, uh, um, I'm going to mention uh, starting in the U.S. that we've got numerous listeners in the, in the U.S. And, and I want to emphasize in the history of this podcast, you know, Wonder Reality has been doing this podcast now for many years, uh, well, several years, uh, numerous years, and we have never one time promoted the podcast in any way except for having it on our website, and we've never promoted the, the website, wonderreality.org, other than mentioning it in the podcast. So you understand that 
there's no marketing outside of those. And this is like an experiment because if we have to push something, that's the flesh, you know. So I'm just presenting this and we're just presenting the gospel on numerous, several different platforms. The main ones in recent times are the podcast, websites, and books. But Lord, bless the listeners in the U.S. And I'm going to go from the East Coast to the West Coast generally in Florida, North Carolina, Tennessee, Virginia, New York, several listeners in New York, uh, 